What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. It stung me or something, and then I was like, no, it, it wasn't like I was in an institution. There were um, doctors and nurses and, and other patients. They, they told me that I was sick. I guess crazy. And that um, Sunnydale and, and all of this, none of it was real. Ah, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. What? You think this isn't real just because of all the vampires and demons and ex-vengeance demons and the sister that used to be a big ball of universe-destroying energy? I know how this must sound, but it felt so real. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time giving our review, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking season six, episode 17, titled Normal Again. Directed by Rick Rosenthal. Written by Diego Gutierrez. Original air date, March 12th, 2002, to an audience of 5.01 million people. And I gotta say, we don't have any shish shoutouts this time. I gotta say, I fucking knew people were going to trash Xander for standing on you up in that last... I fucking knew it, dude. Uh, you, were, you were right. You were right. It's, uh... <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> there, there are some people that have pushed back and said, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's some, but there's more people really harping on Xander than I thought. I thought some people would come to understand the, what he did, but yeah, uh, yeah, maybe not. I think what he did well, this episode is worse than what he did then. Well, I also was the person to be like, at least in Discord. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I was like, just because he left doesn't mean that he's breaking up with Anya. I was like, I feel like he is just, he said he's not ready. He didn't say like this over. I could understand if Anya was like, oh, hell no, it is over. Yeah. You're quote unquote, leaving me at the altar. But like, I didn't leave last episode being like Xander uh, is breaking up with Anya. I was like, oh, he's just not ready to get married yet. Well, I brought up but, in the last episode that I wanted them to have that extra line of, mm -hmm. are you ever going to be ready? Which they never mm -hmm, talk about. Because mm -hmm. that was the thing where it left. It was like, I can't marry you. But it was never like, I'm never going to marry you. I can never. Like, I just need to know, like. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they wanted to leave it on how they wanted to leave it. Uh, you know, it's like the writing and the trope of, like, uh, her leaving him at the altar or him leaving her at the altar. Like, this is what happens in most 
shows when weddings happen. <laughs> like it's either yeah. the wedding happens and it's fine or it's going to be like some jilted thing or some demon. I think they did a good job of upending the trope of just like him being like, oh, I'm not ready to get married. I still want to get laid. It's not like a hot demon mm-hmm. lady like came through and he was like, wait, I'm one woman the rest of my life. It wasn't that level. It was more yeah. stuff that they had set up from the beginning. So I was yes. fine with that. I understand it sucks for Anya to get left at the altar. Yeah. And it wasn't like Xander did it in a way where he didn't realize that how sucky what he was doing was. Yes. The way that he was doing it was he was convinced that marrying her, he was going to end up like murdering her if he did it. I think he was less, I think then at the end it was less about that, but still like seeing some type of proof of what he was already afraid of. It just confirmed yeah. his fears already. He didn't want to get stuck in the same cycle that his parents were stuck yeah. in as well. So I was like, all right, man, I yeah. can see that. Go, yeah. go to fucking couples therapy. Go I, to therapy. Yeah, Everyone I mean, in the show. He doesn't have, he doesn't have like a, an adult like Giles to lean on. He doesn't have like his parents to lean on. It's not like, I've never seen like This Is Us, but I could see like that being a scene where like someone's getting a cold feet and then they talk to someone and they sit them down and they have like a real heart to heart and then they go back out and they do it. He doesn't have that structure. None of these people have the structure of that. Like they have no, they have no like adults or older, like not even just like parents, just like older figure that is like, yeah, that they can go to. Not anymore that Giles is gone. Giles is gone. Joyce is gone. Xander's parents are a mess. Willow's parents are a mess. Tara's parents are a mess. Uh, Don's monk parents are gone. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like they got nothing. They got nothing. Like Spike is their like elder statesman and he's not the guy you could talk to. (laughs) So yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's a it's a rough one. It's uh, a rough one. And speaking of rough ones, this episode opened a whole goddamn can of worms. Yeah. Um, my last thing I wanted to say about people like chiming in, I feel like from our Discord chatter, I feel like we like the show more than some of the other people like the show. I feel like, I feel like some fans are obsessed. Whoa, it's not, it's not that we like the show anymore. It's like, we like it more than fucking you like the show. It's like, you guys might be obsessed with the show, but do you like it? <laughs> and with that said, I, I don't know if I like this episode. I've been seeing a lot of, oh, well, I'm blamed the shitty writing lately in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, <laughs> but, I, do, I do think my favorite comment was uh, if I like the episode, the writing's good. If I don't like it, the writing's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you want to join our Discord, links in the show notes. As always, it's a great place. We we cracked open the Xander debate channel once again. It is firing on all cylinders. It's going to be firing uh, after this one, too. Oh, yeah. I just also want to say, be mindful of spoilers, people. Yeah. We have Elias working overtime sometimes. Yeah. and Yeah. We have spoiler. We have dedicated spoiler chat rooms. So, yep. Um, so, yeah, we also have our Patreon, patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we do boys watching Angel, boys watching movies. Where we've decided on a movie for good old January, and I think it's going to delight some people. 
I'm excited for our lineup of movies that we got coming out this year. And uh, if you yeah. want to see the movies that we've already done, check out our Instagram at Boys Watching mm-hmm. Buffy. Uh, there's a real pinned that has just the all the movies that we've done on Patreon. Yep. They're available. We did our I did a ranking of the which ones I thought were the best recently. Yeah. On uh, Discord. So, yeah. And then there's also Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner, of course. You cannot forget about that where I break down the fashion of the episodes. But enough of this palaver, Vance. <laughs> this episode... I was like, if this is the direction that this is going, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> this episode jumped the shark in the worst way possible. And yeah. <laughs> brought up something that you've always brought up is like, how can you trust any reality? And then yeah. they just threw that in again. And yep. I don't like it. I don't like yep. I don't like what it's going for. It, I don't. It, it made me angry. It <laughs> Angry. <laughs> it's like when you run out of ideas, and I'm like, "It's no way you ran out of ideas after the last episode. We got so much stuff to to build off of." Mm-hmm. And I, but I just feel like the show was real hesitant to have Buffy deal with her uh, being ripped from heaven stuff. I know. <laughs> it's like, why are we dancing around it? I, I. At least she <sighs> said it this time, but man, yeah. I don't know. All right. Well. So, the episode started off with a lengthy recap of... Oh, wait, what were our predictions last time? Our predictions were... My prediction was that Willow and Tara would get back together and or mm-hmm. a body switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. did say body switch. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that like 10%. <laughs> and uh, uh, you said Anya would take up the Hoffman's offer, Dawn gets kidnapped, Wish Universe episode. I give you a ten percent on wish universe okay. stuff, even though it's not a wish. It's... Uh, no, I'll give myself point two percent. We're and, very strict on our percentage givings here, apparently. And we're watching this episode during the height of multiverse in the media landscape, yeah. and it's just like oversaturation. And I was like, no, no more. <laughs> it's not even that for me. It, it's no, just... it's not that. That's not the biggest issue. Yeah. So yeah, we here's the recaps at the beginning. You get a recap of who the trio are, and I was like, oh yeah, they've been gone for like five or six episodes. The main baddies, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, they're in hiding though. Willow and Dawn at the wedding, flirting with each other. Dawn telling Buffy, "You can't stand to be around me." Buffy breaking up with Spike. Xander and Anya's wedding, uh, and then Xander is missing. Recap. So we open the episode with Buffy walking the streets, looking at a paper of the new rentals that have been posted, uh, I guess, online or in the newspaper. And she's trying to figure out where the trio is hiding out. I love how long it took for the camera to focus on that piece of paper. I know, dude. <laughs> it goes to push in. I'm like, they haven't focused on it yet. And they're still racking. <laughs> they're still racking focus. I mean, some of the focus on on this on this show and Angel is pretty brutal. Like, it's not focused on who it's supposed to. Be well, focused. I was like, are they going to cut away? Because the the timing seemed like you should just cut away because we've seen the paper, but they still had mm-hmm. to like hold and get the focus just right. Yeah. And then it was like nothing but like rentals and like red lines crossing it out. Yeah. So then we cut to 
who is inside the house that Buffy is scoping out right now. It's the trio. They're hiding out. Jonathan's asleep. Uh, he fell asleep during like surveillance. He's supposed to be on the lookout for if the Slayer shows up. And the Slayer showed up and Jonathan missed it. He uh, he was snoozing on the job and Warren shoots him with a water gun. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Wake up. You're asleep on the job again. And Jonathan looks horrible. He's like, bro, I haven't been sleeping at all. I'm paranoid because the Slayer's <laughs> after us. We, we murdered and ra- you raped somebody and we murdered a girl. I haven't been sleeping except for when I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren's just like chastising him. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. It's fine. We're hiding out. We're underground. And Jonathan's like, can we at least go upstairs? We rented out this whole house, dude. Like, just because we're quote-unquote underground doesn't mean we need to literally be underground and then they turn around and they see Buffy on the monitors and they're like oh shit Buffy's here Andrew it's your turn why don't you summon that demon to fuck with Buffy and then Andrew pulls out a didgeridoo Man, if that's all it takes to summon a demon, Australia must be running around. Dude, didn't he have like a pan flute the one time? <laughs> yeah, he dude. Just he just goes to the magic box. Two places filled with demons. New York City subway stations. <laughs> people playing pan flutes. And Australia. <laughs> oh, dude, also shout out to... Oh, here's a quick sh- sh- shout out uh, to our fucking listener from Montana. I shouted them out last episode. Be like, yo, we got somebody in Montana. We had somebody, they reached out and they were like, hey, I'm your listener from Montana. Uh, That was really cool. We should do that more often. (laughs) Yeah, we should (laughs) shout out the one person from one place that's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Hannah Plain Jane on Instagram. That was cool. Hannah Plain Jane. Uh, Shout out. Thank you. Thank you for. Who's next? (laughs) Uh, If you're in Wyoming, listen to this. Hit us up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, Wyoming. Let's, let's hear yeah, it. Wyoming, if you're listening to this in Wyoming, hit us up. Uh, but yeah, Andrew's playing a didgeridoo to summon this demon, and Buffy's around the uh, the rental property, and she's skulking around outside, and the demon jumps from the rooftops, and it attacks Buffy, and this is a very, not a lot of, not a lot of care taken into the design of this demon. It's less about the design and how cool he looks, and more about what it does I, I thought it was interesting looking like kind of like a flat featureless face but slimy and i don't know it's fine i didn't know it what was it was like do. slimy it looked like he had some kind of like tentacle neck thing going yeah. on uh but yeah attacks buffy and she's like oh do you happen to eat any nerds nearby haha <laughs> quip they fight it's you can't long fight scene you can't quip and then lose the fight <laughs> bro right <laughs> Quip after the fight. Once it's secure, then you quip. This demon... So, I have two questions in this scene. One, why didn't the trio just leave town? Yeah. Oh, that's always question number one. And two, Buffy can just be killed by any random demon. Yeah, dude. If this demon was not... The demon has like a needle... Like, what was those... What was the demon at her and Riley Assassin's Creed. Yeah, 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 the Assassin's Creed like blade comes out, and then she gets stabbed deep. Like that needle's legs, like eight inches, like 
it's deep. Like that's if that was a, just a knife, she'd be dead, right? Like why didn't they just kill her? I mean, it was like pretty. If it attack, if it gets into her organs, I guess. I mean, she does got Slayer recovery. Where did she get stabbed? It wasn't like it was an arm. It felt like it was like in her torso. Yeah, it was like in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, that thing was. Yeah, I mean, it was in there. Yeah. I also gotta say, this fight scene is pretty long, mm-hmm. and and I was getting a little bit of a headache because of how many cuts there were. In it. Oh yeah, I I zoned out on this fight scene. It I, is so much, so many. Some cuts of the fight there. scenes are set up for you to be like, "Oh, this is really well choreographed." This wasn't badly choreographed, I don't think, but I really no. was like, "This is the opening fight scene of the demon." I just need to, yeah. Let's just get it. It's not about the fight scene. Yeah. It's about what happens next, yeah. which is Demon stabs Buffy, and it forces Buffy to have a vision of herself in a mental ward, getting tranquilized. And I was like, what? This is another vision episode? <laughs> I know. As soon as that happened, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. I do want to bring up that the trio, uh, Andrew and warren come back with like boxes and crates and stuff and jonathan's very mm-hmm. paranoid that they're working against them and then jonathan wants to go out and then they don't yeah, want Warren's him to leave being mad suspicious yeah there's some there's some uh distrust in this in the ranks of the trio yeah uh jonathan and i think the last time we saw the trio i said something about like yeah jonathan seems to not be on board with the murder but andrew's bought in warren's been bought in uh, but yeah, Jonathan looks real bad. He's like sweating and he's like, I'm paranoid as fuck. And Warren's like, take it easy. Take it easy. We just killed a girl and we're on the run from the Slayer. That's not, no problem. It. It's nothing. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll be, we'll be mind controlling and raping women just like normal, like we planned before. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, so Buffy has that vision of herself in a mental hospital and getting tranquilized but then she wakes up from her dream and the demon that she was fighting is nowhere to be found anymore and she's just like what the hell was that so i'm gonna how, go to how college long was she out? yeah i don't know no. that's what i was wondering because mm-hmm. we were later on in the episode like similar things kind of happen it doesn't seem like she's out for hours or minutes yeah. or whatever but anyway uh, so then we go to college, which is a a set we haven't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And Willow is there and she's practicing how to ask Tara out again. And like, oh, hey, how are you doing? I was wondering if you, know, you want to go out again sometime. Uh, uh, you see, you're looking really cutie. And I was wondering, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, there she is. And she sees Tara walking across the 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 patio quad, or whatever. The, the, the in, indoor quad. The, uh... Yeah. The, the place where Giles is hotel, his apartment, like that little <laughs> area like that. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to call that because I was like, it's not the quad, is it no. the patio? I don't know. But she sees Tara and she's about to go up and ask Tara out. But then she sees Tara smooching another lady or another lady smooches her on the cheek or something. And Willow is like, oh, no. And she turns around and walks away, and Tara sees Willow walking away, and Tara's like, oh, no. Oh, Willow might have gotten the wrong idea or the right idea, but I still feel bad about it. Oh, there goes Vance's prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Walking away. Walking away. (laughs) But, yeah, so 
Willow's upset. Tara might have a new bell. Did that look mm. like she had a new girl? There's a kiss on it. The, there's a. Yeah, it, it could have been like the old, you know, Italian mwah, mwah type of kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it, it felt in between both of those. It was like, it's no way she greets a friend like this, but it also didn't seem like a greeting of a girl that you just started seeing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I've seen girls do that to each other. Yeah, but, but have like, you seen Tara do anything like that with anybody? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, know. I'm questioning everything in this episode, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then we go to Buffy at the Double Meat Palace, and she's scraping the grill and and frying some French fries. She's and- got those water burnt fries. <laughs> <laughs> she overboiled those fries. <laughs> 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 But while she's uh, cooking up a nice batch of boiled fries, <laughs> she has another vision of herself at the mental ward. And then she, she, like the doctor in the mental ward is talking to her about like, hey, it's time to take your drugs. And then she snaps back and, and she's like, what? And the double meat palace manager is like, what are you on drugs? It's like, oh, Buffy question her reality again manager tell, yells at her and is like hey you might be on drugs get back to work and then buffy uh plops the uh overboiled french fries <laughs> into, <laughs> into the stack those, dr- those drench french fries <laughs> those, those soaking, those, soaking wet. buffy those those fries are waterlogged what have you been doing <laughs> Change out the water traps, Buffy. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody hops into just listening to this episode has no idea what we're talking about? None. None. I love it. Um, so, uh, Buffy got her job back after storming yeah, off and leaving did. with Riley, and the original mm-hmm. manager is back. Not Manny, but yeah. the lady that she should have blackmailed and didn't. Yeah, not the guy that was lecturing her. She, the the last five year badge. Guy. Oh no, he's on Wall Street now. He he finished night school. <laughs> oh yeah, he got his night school MBA. And yeah. He's, yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. He's soon going to be employed by Wolfram and Hart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, to fuck with Angel. I have a lot to say about the Angel episode after this. Oh my god. I don't think we've ever said that that we don't have a lot to say about the Angel episode. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> And we don't say that to get you to join Patreon for it. It's real. Angel's getting wild. Yeah. Angel's getting real wild, everybody. Not maybe not as wild as Buffy. But I don't know. I think it's on the same par, man. <laughs> Those yeah. endings. Yeah. Yeah. So Buffy goes home and Willow's there on her laptop and what Willow's checking to see if Xander emailed them yet because he's still missing. They still don't know where he is. And Buffy asks Willow how it went with Tara. And Willow's like, oh, I saw her. I saw her with another girl. And Buffy's like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's just a friend. Once you fall for Willow, you never not fall for Willow. It's like, oh, okay. So, whatever. (laughs) Maybe Uh, Oz is coming back. (laughs) I was going to say, once you're under. <laughs> you never get out from underneath that willow tree baby 
So then Xander shows up. Xander who got out from underneath that willow tree. <laughs> oh boy, did he. Uh, he shows up and he's like, hey, sorry, I've been missing. Sorry, guys. And Willow and Buffy just run up to him and they're like, we're so happy to see you. They hug him. We totally understand. I was like, oh, tell that to the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> they thought that was a, a series rap on Xander. They were hoping. <laughs> but they are very forgiving. I mean, they're even more forgiving. Like, they, they, pff, Not even like a lot of questions asked. Like, I think they're just... relieved that he's there. I thought his acting in the scene was real spotty. I thought it was pretty decent. You know, I, I like the words more than the delivery. I think. Fair enough. Okay, but this is I'll, also I'll this is also where I'm like, mm, if you want to hate on Xander, you can hate on him here for what he did. All right. So they sit down, and Xander explains, like, "Hey, have you seen Anya? Because her stuff is gone from the apartment, and the magic box is closed, which seems like a fate worse than death for Anya. Like she's all about getting that money, and she loved that fucking thing." And Willow tells him, hey, Anya left a couple of days ago and we haven't really seen her. And Xander's like, man, I fucking blew it. I blew it. I shouldn't have done that. And Buffy's like, well, yeah, it's pretty shitty of you to break up with Anya on her while she's walking down the aisle. You know, that's pretty shitty. And Xander's like, well, I didn't think it was breaking up. I didn't intend it was to be a breakup. I, I still love her and I still want to keep dating her. But things just got really complicated with the wedding and my family and there's demons and like it's just a whole mess of shit. But since I left and I went missing, there's just been this painful hole inside and it needs to be filled with Anya. And like I miss her and I screwed up real bad and I really I really miss her and I, I shouldn't have done what I did. And I feel really bad about it. Yeah. The, the thing for me is that he left for days <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's i get it not wanting to face the consequences like none of these scoobies want to but mm -hmm. uh yeah you gotta go back to the apartment gotta go back you gotta see her when she gets there and you gotta like try to like explain, you gotta explain and, yeah and you've explain, got explain, to explain and yourself dude and just hope that she forgives and that you guys can try to like salvage something but you can't check into a motel for days. Yeah. And they come back and be like, she's not at the apartment. Yeah. He's like, where is she? Like, he's like, this first, like the first line that yeah. he has is, where is she? Like, what are you, Batman? Rachel, where is she? Swear to me. And they go like, she's not here. But everyone lives at Buffy's house. Like, why would she even be there? <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, this is kind of exactly what I was thinking and what happened to Xander. And I fully see your point of, like, disappearing for days. Not the best move. No. If you want to be mad at Xander, be mad at him for this. Like, this is not great. To me, yeah. this is this is the the biggest. I mean, leaving someone at the altar, like, however you want to feel about that, feel that. But this is, this is you can't do this. You can't disappear yeah. for three days. Especially if it's your intention to, like, continue seeing her. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um... Maybe have the conversation of like, we can't do this today while you're in that little uh, foyer or whatever mm -hmm. of the, the lodge. Like, hey, this is a disaster. We cannot yeah. do this. 
Hey, there's a dead body over there. Let's go back to the bathroom of our apartment where I'm really good at convincing you of things. (laughs) (laughs) Let Uh, me give you a good guy Xander speech over some Doritos. (laughs) Look, Um, I'm busting out of my cummerbund. You don't want to have pictures of that. Um. Oh, I wanted to bring up that on Discord we chatted about how Giles has no mention last episode. And right, right, right. You would think that he would have something to do with the wedding. I, I do like that he's not there because it would change the whole dynamic. Um, and we were like, oh, he could have had a mention of him sending a gift. And Jodine sent us a little bit of the commentary, I think. And yep. uh, yeah, basically there was a deleted scene of... Uh, yeah, Giles sent a bunch of flowers. flowers. And the scene goes on a little too long. I can see why they cut it, changes. It makes things mm-hmm. a little weird. I think they could have kept the first line about flowers if they really wanted to, depending on how it fit. But most people that we talked to didn't even think about that Giles wasn't there. It didn't even dawn on us until afterwards. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, yeah, like maybe one line about it with the flowers, that could have been a nice inclusion, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, but it's it's worth noting that he didn't. Yeah. He's not mentioned at all. Yeah. So Xander's pleading his case to Buffy and and Willow, and he says, Oh yeah, I screwed up real bad. And Buffy goes, We all screw up. Cut to spike. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, So wait, you leaving Spike was the bad move again? Like what is I think yeah, I think ever getting involved with Spike. You know, Spike no, but like, this, through, but like he's being like, oh, I shouldn't have left her. And then she's oh, like, we all oh, screw up. Yeah. And she just left. So it's like, oh, now did she make a mistake leaving Spike? What are we? We all screw up. Right, Willow? <laughs> <laughs> at least at least they moved on from Willow's wording. And now it's like whatever Xander says with his relationship relates to her and Spike now. Yeah. But it's all about breakups. It's all about like when people have breakups and stuff. It's like she thinks about the Spike thing. I mean, all of them are like going with, through a breakup at this moment. Xander, I guess, and Anya, Willow and Tara, and Buffy and Spike. Now, They're I just all... hope I just hope Buffy is able to help them through their their grief. Yes, she must. <laughs> and if she doesn't, Buffy's not there for them when they needed her. <laughs> Willow's like Buffy. If you need me, I'll be in your mom's room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Doris, who's yeah. that? Oh, does she live here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's just Willow. Yeah, I guess she does live Yeah, here. she always screams down when she takes naps. <laughs> anyway, so we all screw up. Cut to Spike walking through the graveyard with his groceries that he's always seemingly walking through the graveyard with, with his giant baguette that sticks out of the top. <laughs> yeah, like always. <laughs> why does this guy get groceries (laughs) he likes food man he likes food i don't get it i thought that is he stealing booze like i just i just i don't know man but why the baguette like is he having a charcuterie party like it's always there's always a baguette sticking out the The top of the carrots like he's in a wrong yeah But yeah, he's walking through the graveyard and Buffy's there and uh, he's like, oh, fancy seeing you here. And Buffy's like, not now, Spike. Spike's like, hey, did you cry? And Buffy's like, what? And he's like, did you cry at the wedding? You're seeing all that love and all that shit going on. And Buffy's like, oh, right. You left early. Oh, let me fill you in. Uh, Wedding didn't happen. Xander left and uh, 
left Anya at the altar. And Spike's like, really? Did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Spike tells Buffy, some people can't see a good thing when they've got it. And Buffy looks at him like, Spike. And Spike's like, ah, sorry, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My note says, Buffy looks at him like, come on. <laughs> I think we never got enough Anya and Spike interactions. I really liked where that was hitting. Yeah. So then Xander and Willow show up and Xander just starts shitting on Spike immediately. And he's like, what are you doing? You shouldn't be here. You should get out of the way. And Then Spike starts trashing Xander for leaving the wedding. And then Xander just starts threatening Spike and then just punches him right in the face, sends him flying. And I was like, we don't need Slayers. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So true, man. (laughs) Dude, he punched him and Spike did like two back rolls. (laughs) He rolled over his fucking baguette. (laughs) And and he knows that Spike has the chip. So he's like, oh, you can't even do it. And Spike's like, oh, I'll deal with some little, a little bit of pain to do this, you know? Yeah. But... Dude, he sent him rolling. Like, that was crazy. It's very cartoonish, too. Yeah. But while they're having a little bit of a fight, uh, a little kerfuffle, as I would say, uh, Buffy has fallen to the ground, and she's starting to have another one of her uh, one of her visions from the powers that be. I mean, uh, not hospital. Uh, she's, she's in the mental hospital again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, in this scene, we now have a doctor who's talking to Buffy. And Buffy's like, what's going on? Where am I? And the doctor's like, you're here. You're, you're in a hospital. And Buffy's like, and where, where in this hospital? Like, well, how do I get back to the graveyard? What's going on? And then the doctor drops this bomb on her. And he says, Buffy, Sunnydale isn't real. And you've been in this hospital for six years. And Buffy's mom and dad are there. And they're like, Buffy, welcome home. We've missed you so much. We've missed you so much, Buffy. Oh, my God. I'm glad that we've got you back. And then Buffy looks up at him like, what the fuck's going on? And then her consciousness goes back to the graveyard. And she wakes up. And she and Xander and Willow are like, what the hell's going on? Buffy, get up, get up. And Buffy's all out of sorts now. I think this was the moment because we get the commercial break after the mom and dad show up. Mm-hmm. And this is a moment if you're like iffy on the show, you're like, I don't know if I want to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, like it, it introduces something here that just fundamentally breaks reality. Like yep. Dawn's existence broke reality in a way. Mm-hmm. But this one here makes you question everything you've watched for the last last six, like five years, six seasons, six, five and a half seasons. Yep. He tells her that she's been in the mental hospital for six years. We see her dad. Yeah. That's the craziest fucking part about this whole thing. <laughs> her dad. Hank, I think his name is. I love when they bring him in. He's only in these like flashback scenes. He's only come. Okay. So the times we've seen him was the nightmare episode where he said he Mm -hmm. didn't love her or whatever. 
mm-hmm. uh, a flashback when it was like her first becoming a slayer. We see her, the mom and dad arguing. Uh, when Willow goes through his mind, goes through Buffy's mind, which he's like catatonic, and he's yeah. like walking home with Dawn. And then here in this alternate reality, potential so, real reality, uh, drug induced, but the way the show presents it makes it different. Yes, which I will. Yeah, yeah. That's the. I think the execution. I don't know what they wanted with this episode. I. Yeah. Yeah. So Willow and Xander take Buffy home. They're like, "We're going to take care of Buffy." Spike get lost, and Spike's like, "Fine, I will." Let me pick up my fucking groceries. Oh, oh man, my spaghettio spilled. <laughs> Put some ice on the back of her neck. She likes that. I'm like, when have you ever put ice right? on the back? It's always you bang and then she, you say something crude and she leaves. Like that is yeah. your relationship. Or you say something that's not intended to be crude, crude. but Buffy just gets yeah. triggered. <laughs> uh, should we order Chinese? What? You killed in China? Boxer Boxer <laughs> Rebellion? You killed the Slayer? <laughs> I'm a Slayer. I gotta leave. <laughs> That was a good connection there, Vance. I like that one. Um, so yeah, Buffy tells Willow and Xander about her visions of, of the mental hospital, and they've been happening ever since that demon stabbed her in the gut. And I also like like you like you brought up the demon stabbed her, and it was a as we see the demon's like stabby thing. Like she never went to the hospital. Like. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that thing was deep and she just brushed it off like ah got poked by a demon oh well yeah so she's telling them she's filling them in and they're like well what are all of the visions about and buffy's like well visions that i'm in a mental hospital and a doctor's telling me that sunnydale is fake and everything that i've been living for the last six years has been an illusion and it's all fake and i'm not the slayer and then xander's like talking about how could any of this be fake what wow i mean just because there's vampires and demons and demonic things roaming around and a hell mouth and a fake sister that's just a big ball of energy like what about that seems fake (laughs) and at this point i'm like what is the show doing right i was like is this a commentary on itself or like what it just got meta in a bad way yeah i don't know and who she's t- saying this to is Willow, Xander, and then Dawn is there. Mm-hmm. And Buffy says, hey, mom and dad were there and they were together, like in the old days, in my visions. And this kind of is like shocking to Dawn. Not that not that Dawn was just called fake by Xander. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Willow's like, hey, Buffy, you know what? Don't worry about it. We're going to research this demon. I'm going to check this demon out. I'm going to research. And then Buffy has another vision. I just, I'm sorry. I'm just remembering that Don used to have a crush on Xander mm-hmm. and then had a crush on Spike. Mm-hmm. And that was a year ago. Yeah. They grew up so quick. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. to mention that Don is a year and a half old, technically. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffy goes back she has another vision she's back in the 
mental hospital and the doctors explaining to Buffy's parents that Buffy has some kind of new kind of schizophrenia, like an extreme case of schizophrenia for the last six years. And Buffy's living in delusions and it's the delusions are so multi-layered and complex. So well, actually, so well written and Emmy winning. <laughs> <laughs> well acted too. Yeah. And some of the direction is just phenomenal. It deserves its own spin-off, to be honest with you, for one of the characters at least. Re- revolutionary with musical episodes. <laughs> <laughs> multifaceted character development <laughs> i mean they they did one episode where nobody talked to like everyone's white writing on white boy i mean that was my favorite i called all the nurses to hear the story of this this is amazing <laughs> there's a big debate about like which one of her love interests is the best for her too i'm 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 partially a bangle guy but yeah. i mean we got some spuff <laughs> Some spuffies out there, but I mean, not a lot of love for that guy Riley she made up, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, he was just back, he was yeah. just back oh. in one of her delusions, crazy, yeah. But he's he's married now and he's out fighting demons in Nepal and shit. But like, anyway, yeah. sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> the doctor's just wrapped up, he's been wrapped up into the story, he's wrapped up in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I li- look, I like the show. Yeah. I like the show. Yeah. I'm telling you yeah. guys. Uh, but she's schizophrenic for sure. Uh, <laughs> I thought she really should have ended it after five years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to have half a mind to throw a typewriter in front of her and just fucking get this shit to Hollywood, you know? <laughs> it's a hundred Give her a pen name, some yeah. kind of made up sounding name yeah. like Joss or some shit. Like yeah. you know, like instead of Josh, like a normal yeah. name, but Joss. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if this doctor's name is Dr. Whedon, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> Marty and Noxon, get in here. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, he's telling her about, like, you know, <laughs> how, how Buffy has created this, like, crazy, multi-layered, complex story in her head about how she's this superhero and she's out and she's fighting all these bad demons and shit. And Buffy's like, no, 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 no. This, this isn't true. Warren and Jonathan are doing this to me. This is the fake reality. And then the doctor is like, and she's like, I got to get back. I got to get back to Dawn. And the doctor's like, ooh, let me tell you about this character, Dawn. Um, so for the first couple seasons, Dawn's not in the story. But then, oh, Joyce, you're, you're going to love this. You die. Uh, yeah. She created this Dawn character to like have a familial bond. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest with now, you. Now did, Dawn come, of- now, did Dawn come after I died or did she come before I died? Oh, no, yeah. She <laughs> she was planning to write you off. So she brought yeah. the sister in. <laughs> you you actually wanted to leave in season three, but then Buffy was like, "Look, you gotta stay. I gotta kill you." And so then she did this whole Dawn thing. Uh, but I gotta tell you, dude, she 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 created this Dawn character to fill the need of a familial bond. But uh, I gotta be honest with you, it's created a lot of logical inconsistencies. <laughs> 
Buffy's imagination's just like falling apart and like the story's getting a little weird and yeah. I don't really know. I don't really like the direction that it's going. Yeah, I don't I mean, get why really she should have ended after the high school years, to be honest with you. I don't get why she wrote herself off and then brought herself back, but on a different uh place <laughs> or a di- different neural network <laughs> and then buffy's like no, no 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 stop it stop trying to convince them that this isn't real jonathan and warren are doing this and then the doctor's like yeah he starts shitting on the script he's like <laughs> i mean buffy think about it you know your imagination's kind of running dry here like you used to come up with these really elaborate like demons and gods and they remember that one guy with the uranium heart that you pulled out and all that shit and now you're just fighting against like three nerdy guys just three insignificant men like i think you kind of hit a wrote yourself into a corner here (laughs) and uh you've been here for six years so you don't really understand high school (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah, uh, that's kind of what's going on. And then we cut back to the trio. And the trio is discussing about how Andrew's demons got Buffy tripping balls. And Buffy's like slobbering all over herself. And they're like, man, that demon did a number on Buffy. And uh, Warren says it's like a Ken Russell film festival. Don't know that reference. Yeah, I don't know that one. It. What's the what's the guy that did the documentaries? Ken Burns. Ken Burns at Docs, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh if you know that, talk about it in Discord. I uh, do not feel like looking it up right now. Not happening. Uh, <laughs> Why do you look it up like, oh, that's what the title of this episode is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then this is where Jonathan is getting all paranoid that mm. Warren and Andrew are uh plotting against him and Jonathan's like, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go out. And Warren's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And Jonathan's like, why? You guys got to go. You guys got to do and pick up boxes and stuff. Maybe I want to pick up some boxes of stuff. And Warren starts to like get all shifty-eyed. And Andrew's getting all shifty-eyed. And they're like, we think it might be best for you to stay here. Like, you know, the, the Slayer was just outside. And we, 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 we got to stick together. Yeah, right, Andrew? And Andrew's like, yeah, right. Yeah, we got to stick together. And now I'm like, oh, man, the trio's coming apart at the yeah. seams, too. I don't like this. Yeah, it's, it is this scene. I, I said it was the earlier scene, but this is the scene where they bring in the boxes and stuff. And Andrew makes an Ocean's Eleven reference. He's like, mm-hmm. they got like a schematics of a vault that they're going to break mm-hmm. into. And he's like, we need eight more people. Or <laughs> it's like, I should have never let you see that movie. So <laughs> they're back to they're back to quipping about, you know, movies and stuff. Yeah. You know, we're, a couple we're, of pop we're culture junkies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're way past the uh, the rape and murder. You know, they yeah. can joke. They can joke again. You know, I mean, it's been five episodes. Yeah, since we see them, roughly like yeah. four, maybe four. I don't know. So then we go back to Buffy, and Buffy's at her house, and she's she's looking at a picture of her family, and there's no Dawn in the picture, <laughs> I which know. I thought was like a telling thing. I was like, uh oh, why did you choose that one? There's not a four-person right? one. Right? And this looks like it's about the age that Buffy was when we saw that flashback of them coming home mm-hmm. with Dawn. So yeah. I was like, uh-oh, Doctor might be right creating some inconsistencies. <laughs> so Willow shows up while Buffy's looking at this picture and she's like, hey, hey, guess what? 
figured out the demon. Is this it? Shows her a perfectly uh, executed sketch of it. <laughs> Buffy's like, yep, that's it. And Willow's like, perfect. You know what's the best part about us finding that this is the demon is the antidote to its poison is like in its same stinger type deal. Yeah. So we just need to find it and get it stinger and I can create an antidote and you'll be back to normal. And you know it didn't leave Sunnydale. Yep. And Buffy is just like in her feel. She's like, man, I just feel so lost. I feel so lost right now ever since I came back from heaven. And Willow's like, what? Why would you ever feel that way? <laughs> and Buffy's like, I don't know. I feel detached. I feel terrible. And I, I might be these visions they might be real and willow's like no way dude you're not in an institution like this is reality what you're seeing right now what you're living in right now is reality you've never been in an institution and buffy just starts crying and she goes actually i have been in an institution and willow's like what and buffy goes on to explain that when she saw her first vampires she told her parents and her parents were concerned, and they put her in a mental institution. Buffy was only there for a few weeks, and then they let her go once she fessed up to like, oh yeah, I made up the whole vampire thing. So after that, they let her go. But then her parents forgot about the whole situation, but Buffy is now questioning if she ever left that institution, because she's wondering, if, what if I'm still there? What if I never actually left? And Willow's like, no, no, that can't be. That can't be true. And don't worry, we're going to get you back to normal. Zandal, Xander is out hunting the demon right now. We're going to get you that antidote and everything will be fine. And I was like, Willow acting mad suspicious right now. It doesn't. And this revelation of yeah. Buffy going to an institution, which has never been brought up, never mm -hmm. been seen. Mm -hmm. I don't think it tracks. I don't think it tracks. I, I don't think this tracks at all. Because we saw the flashback of her being popular in high school and a watcher mm -hmm. coming up to her and, uh, you know, doing the creepy watcher thing that they do at high schools and yeah, just pointing <laughs> you. out to the hottest, most popular <laughs> girl and be like, you're mine now. You work for <laughs> us. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't track to me because when we see buffy being a slayer and keeping it a secret from her mom and it's not like when she tells her mom she's a slayer she's not like wait what's a slayer and she doesn't go like this is that vampire stuff again from back when you were younger there's no yep. like there would be more like apologeticness to buffy to be like hey i am so sorry that we put you yes in an institution when you were right you would mm -hmm. always have the upper hand buffy mm -hmm. would be like so cocky about that I know I would if I was like, I told you so. And that's why that's why you fell on a pitchfork. You have you had you had like those like uh fondue fork marks. She's like, oh, I think I fell on the skewer or something. It's like vampires. Your, your daughter mentioned vampires. You've been bitten in the yep. neck. Like, You're sitting in a room drink sipping hot cocoa with one. With one. Yeah. And you sent me to a mental hospital for two weeks. School hard. You were like, what are these people? Oh, I guess they were just on drugs. <laughs> yep. I just yeah it doesn't Ginger really bread. Yeah, you were haunted by ghosts children and you tried to murder your daughter yeah like 
Uh, the revelation of Buffy telling Joyce that she is the Slayer and vampires exist shouldn't have hit Joyce that hard if yeah. this is true. Yeah. And it doesn't really track. And then it just adds a layer of questions that I don't know if we need, especially mm-hmm. with Dawn coming. Like, mm-hmm. Dawn is your one. I think you get one. You always get mm-hmm. one little thing like that. Everything yeah, else is different. Suspend real. disbelief. Yeah. You, you you just have to accept it. I know that, you know, we don't always, because, you know, we're nitpicky. Yeah, we're, we joke doing, about it. It's fine. We're it's joking like, about yeah. it. We say she's fake, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I've come around to, like, all right, she's just a part of the show now. Yeah, exactly. I don't like her, <laughs> well, but keep, she's a part of the show. They keep doing the same thing with her. <laughs> and they, yeah, dude. And, and, like, I can, you know, they they tried to explain it away with the monks and everything. And that mm-hmm. creates, like, a whole bunch of, as the doctor would say, inconsistencies. But whatever. I'll suspend disbelief there. But now I'm really like, what the fuck? Now, I take this to a character level of, like, Buffy herself. She can never trust any reality based off of, one, Dawn coming. Mm-hmm. And then two, dying and being brought back to life. Twice. Dude. You, but like she's not, all, she like she's also been the hell. Like what what is reality to Buffy? You're not even accounting for the fact that Willow wiped her mind. Yeah. Like there are spells that wipe her mind. Jonathan wiped their minds, basically, and convinced them all that like the Halloween episode. Never... The Halloween episode. They dressed as their characters, and Xander became military guy and retained the memories and skills of the outfit that he was wearing. Yes. Like, <laughs> you could never trust real. You, no. you never know what's real. No. And this is forcing even more of that onto Buffy. Like, Buffy's going to mentally break. What if Buffy becomes the big bad wish and the universes, have to take Buffy down? Wish universes and Jonathan exist. Yeah. Jonathan versus wish versus everything nothing's real at this point nothing's real but those were all fun isolated incidents mm-hmm. this one makes it seem like there's no coming back from yeah. having your mind shook this hard yeah man but anyway so yeah willow's like oh xander's out hunting the demon right now and buffy's like oh that's a mistake the demon was beat the shit out of me like what's it gonna do with xander and willow's like don't worry he's not hunting alone and xander's out in the graveyard with spike do dogs exist in this? Do dogs exist in Sunnydale? Uh, have we seen a dog? Yeah. We've seen hellhounds. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, how are they tracking these demons down? <laughs> They're just like, oh, let's just walk in one dark forest. You know, with a flashlight. Yeah. So they're talking, they're bantering back and forth. They're trading uh, verbal jabs and then sp- Xander's telling him, hey, uh, Buffy's going crazy, kind of. She thinks that all this is fake. And Spike's like, eh, I could buy it. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, it makes sense, you know. She gives me the, she puts this chip in my head. She makes me love her. She makes me be her sex slave. And Xander's like, what? Yeah, and then Xander's like, wait, what? It's record scratch? <laughs> and, then, and then Spike's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So then the demon just shows up nicely. <laughs> It jumps off that little, like, those two apple boxes that they always put off to the side. <laughs> so, you can, so you can jump down in front of people. <laughs> the yeah, it shows up. Yeah. They fight. Xander shoots it with a tranquilizer gun twice. I was like, oh, the train tra- gun making tra- a comeback. That train gun, man. I love it. <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen the yeah. train gun. That used to be Giles' fucking move, yeah. dude. He just cocks it like a shotgun. 
God, I miss the library days. The library jail, <sighs> man. Those were the days. Library. Man. Yeah. This has gotten a lot. This has gotten real complex. <laughs> yeah. I miss the simplicity of the high school years. They only did college for like one year or two. They were like, eh, enough of this. Like yeah, half like a year was college. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then we go back, once Xander and Spike have the demon subdued, we go back to the Summer's house and Buffy's just like off in her own mind. Dawn shows up. She's like, hey, Buffy, I made some tea. And then Buffy sits down, or Dawn sits down and Buffy's like, thanks. Then Dawn like puts her hand to Buffy's head and she's like, oh man, Buffy, you're, you're burning up. <laughs> and Buffy just turns to Dawn and she goes, I should be taller than you. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's hilarious. And, and Dawn's like, what? And Buffy's like, I don't know. Dawn, you need to be better. I know you've been stealing stuff and you've got bad grades. And I know that Willow's been doing your chores. And I was like, bitch, nobody's been doing any chores. That's the most inconsistency in this fucking story yeah, right nobody's now. Nobody's doing chores. And this is the way we're going to bring up her stealing stuff. This is the yep. talk. You guys didn't have a talk when you closed the door after yep. being trapped in the house. Yep. Just pretend that you guys had that talk already. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we had that talk off screen. Yeah. It seems like anytime they have to have a serious talk with each other, they need to be like, under some type of hypnosis or spell or drugged or singing. Yeah, nobody in, like, in Sunnydale just, like, can just talk to each other. Yell at, yell at somebody, Buffy. That's going to make you feel better. <laughs> yell at someone. <laughs> but yeah, so Dawn's like, what are you talking about? I've been doing my chores. Willow hasn't been doing any of my chores. Then Buffy has uh, another mental hospital vision and Joyce is there and she's like shaking Buffy basically like, Buffy, stop it with this Dawn stuff. You don't have a sister. Buffy, stop it. You need to say it. You need to say that you don't have a sister. You need to say it to actually believe it. And then mental hospital Buffy is like, okay, okay, you're right. I don't have a sister that you necessarily <laughs> gave birth to, but the monks, they made her up and she's real now. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my poor girl. There's no, there's no, there's no helping her. She's too far gone. <laughs> yeah. The mom and dad are just like, we just want to take her home and take care of you. But fucking, you just, you cannot give up these stories. <laughs> hey, okay, mom. So, in my mind, I made it so that you had a brain thing, and then you told me that you could tell that our sister wasn't real either because you had some brain thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great writer. But you also knew that she was important to the story. Yes, you knew she was important. Last season. This season, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> you told me I had to protect this person that you couldn't tell you didn't understand. This is right before you had successful surgery it was successful but then it wasn't yeah <laughs> how are you wait how are you talking to me you're dead <laughs> <laughs> am i back in heaven am i, am I back in heaven? <laughs> yeah. it doesn't feel like heaven i don't feel safe <laughs> yeah so so then buffy goes back to sunnydale reality and dawn apparently overheard buffy talk about this and dawn's like 
So wait, what did you just say? You said that I'm not real. I'm not even there, am I? And Buffy's like, Don, I don't know what the fuck is going on, dude. I'm having visions. I'm tripping balls. And Don's like, of course I'm not there. I'm not there in your ideal reality where you're in a mental hospital. You don't even want me around. It's your ideal reality and I'm not part of it. And then Don leaves in a huff. And I'm like, bro, she's having visions where she's in a padded room. And you think this is her ideal reality? I My line that I wrote and it's in, in bold in my notes is Dawn's upset she's not in Buffy's drug-induced hallucination of an altered reality. <laughs> Come on, Dawn. <laughs> Again, you should just be lucky that she's even around. She died. Yeah, she sacrificed herself for you. Just, just be grateful that she's even in the house. To keep saving your Dawn, life from other things. Dawn needs to take a fucking hike, I dude. thought they had gotten past this thing. I thought the being locked in with the wish, with the uh, vengeance, justice demon. I thought yeah. this was going to be How like. Frick. I was like, this was going to be like, oh, okay, we, we're moving past this. You know, like when Buffy came back and she was, what episode, was this like two episodes ago and. She's like, I'm fine with it, Buffy. If you have to do your thing, do your thing. And I was like, yes. Yeah. We've moved past that a little bit. Come up with something else for Dawn to be upset about. Mm-hmm. And nope, nope, we're back to this. Dawn has had absolutely 0.000 sympathy for Buffy at all this entire season. Yeah. None. We've seen no sympathy buffy like even in this scene she buffy's like i'm doing fine and dawn's like man that's thousand yard stare it's not say, saying otherwise and then she flip reverses it on the buffy uno reverse card <laughs> yeah. like you're a piece of shit you're not having drug-induced visions of me fuck you and storms out and says she's gonna go do her chores yeah i just fuck I just I feel like they don't know what to do with Dawn. They don't. Like this would they, be they fine if this was a whole Dawn episode that was going to come down to her being like, if this was the like two episodes or three episodes ago instead of the wish first thing or the the uh, vengeance demon thing where they're trapped in a house. Mm -hmm. If it was this drug induced thing and it was like, oh, see, you don't want me there, even in your like like reality, I'm not there. Like then you got something. That you could build off of. But this is like such a side piece mm -hmm. that doesn't really matter. And it's just like, what can Dawn get upset about? Uh, eh, she's not in her reality, her drug-induced reality. Go. Part of me hopes that the mental ward reality is real because then we'd be done with Dawn. Like, we wouldn't have to see her anymore. I, I just, but we'd be done with everybody. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's like a different reality of Willow and Buffy... Uh, if Can she's Reed been in there for six friends with her again? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> no, the, if I that reality is real, then none of this is none of what we've watched in Sunnydale is real. They probably aren't even in Sunnydale. Sunnydale doesn't exist. It's not a real place. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's also like a little bit of a weird thing about how Buffy talks about when I saw vampires. I told my mom and dad that. So we're, we're she's still in L.A. at that point. Mm-hmm. That would she would have had okay. to be in L.A. when that happened. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Xander and Spike and Willow they chain up the demon in the basement. They got chained up, and uh, Willow stabs the demon, and it it's poker thing comes out and willow chops it off and she's like all right xander go to the magic shop get these items don't worry it's not magic i'm not doing magic i can do it the old-fashioned way with science to make this antidote and spike you look after the demon and all that shit not a lot going on there yeah so willow wakes buffy up and she's like buffy good news i got the antidote in this mug uh first couple of rounds it kind of exploded but this round is good got it down to a t and if uh yeah so you just need to drink all of it and you'll be cured and then buffy goes thanks willow you always come through (laughs) yeah that line hit the ear a little little weird I think it hit it weird because now Buffy is convinced that the mental ward is like, yeah, she's like questioning her own writing. She's yeah. like, isn't this weird how you always come there, through? Somehow you knew how to make this concoction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So then Spike shows up. Mind you, this is daytime again. Well, he's been in the basement. Okay. Yeah. True. I, he's been looking I had the thought too, enough. but he was in the basement. So he just comes upstairs. So... Buffy sees Spike and she's like, Spike, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing here? Will you just please leave me alone? You, I told you I don't want you in my life. I can't have you in my life, dude. Just stop it. And Spike's like all butthurt. And he's like, well, you know what? I used to think that you were addicted to the darkness and you liked the darkness and you weren't a little monster in your men. But you know what? I think you're addicted to misery. And that's why you won't tell your friends about our relationship. And you know what? If if you don't tell your friends about us, I will. And then he leaves in a huff. And I was like, very dawn of you, Spike. <laughs> well, it's classic. If you say anything to Spike, he lashes out at you. Like any mm-hmm. critique. Like, And he goes like, you got to let yourself live already. Stop with the bloody hero trip. Um, yeah, it was one of those things where he gives an ultimatum, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, they keep waffling back, for me at least, they keep waffling back between, is Buffy ashamed of her relationship with Spike because she knows it's wrong and that he's not good for her? Or is it that she's worried what her friends will think? Because I thought we moved past yeah. her being worried about what her friends will think when like Tara gave her permission... And it was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? No, I need to do this for myself. Like Riley didn't give her shit when he saw it. You know, he was just like, yeah. you know what? It happened. I, I'm not piling on. And then that's when she goes, you know what? I got to break up with you. It wasn't a, oh my God, I can't let my friends find out about you. I need to break up. It was like, you know what? I'm using you as a crutch for me feeling bad. This is why this relationship shouldn't work. And you're evil. You tried to destroy the town. Like, I, I this isn't this isn't right, right? Yeah. So that was that point for the breakup. 
But now Spike's line here makes it seem like the only reason she broke up with him is because she can't deal with whether or not her friends will accept her if she says she's sleeping with a vampire. Yeah. Which seems like two different arguments. Well, the thing, too, is like Xander's been so heavy handed with like, if you fuck Spike, you're a loser. Like, I think Willow could get over it. Tara obviously has gotten like everybody else has gotten over it, but Xander. If they got over, but, like, if they get over what she did at the end of this episode, they'll get over that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right? Like, Fair enough. But I don't think the I don't think it's about I don't think her being with uh, being with Spike should be about what they think anymore. That's not why she yeah, broke up with I, them. If that's why she broke up with them, then his statement has validity. Well, I also don't know what Spike cares about telling them because it's over now. He thinks he thinks that she left the way he's pre- presenting it is that she left him because they wouldn't accept it. And because, they're okay. keeping her from being happy. OK, but th- yeah. that's his take on it. But that's not why she broke up with him, you know, so it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's like two things that they're trying to, two lines they're trying to balance at the same time or something. I just, yeah. Yeah. So Spike threatens Buffy with the like, hey, either you tell your friends about us or I will. And then he leaves. So then we're left alone with Buffy and she's got her mug full of antidote. Which Willow had to leave. She's like, drink all this, but I got to go. I can't watch you do this. I have to. Yeah, I got chores to uh, do. Chores. <laughs> I got Dawn's chores to do. <laughs> Do we even own a vacuum cleaner? (laughs) (laughs) So Buffy is looking down at the mug and she's like putting it up to her lips. But before she drinks any, she's like, no, you know what? This shit really isn't making any sense. She pours it right into the trash. Did you at first think she was just pouring it on the floor? I did. (laughs) I did too. (laughs) It's such a slow pan down to the trash can. I thought it so hard that my note says pours it onto the trash because <laughs> I t- had originally typed onto the floor and onto the trash makes no sense yeah. grammatically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then we go back to mental ward Buffy and the doctor. He gets Buffy. He understands why she's created this story. You know, who wouldn't want to be a hero, a superhero? Like that's a, you know, you've got a really good story going. Like I said, I've been taking notes and I might make this a script. So then Buffy is like, yeah, I don't want to go back to Sunnydale. I want to be healthy again. I just want to be back to normal. I, I, I want to be healthy again. What do I need to do? And she wants to go home with her mom and dad. And the doctor's like, all right, now that you've bought in, I got to tell you, this is not going to be easy. You need to rid yourself of the hallucinations that you cling to, which means you need to break down your mental traps. All of these things in the story of Sunnydale and Buffy the Vampire Slayer are mental traps. And you're giving into them. Like as soon as you're like escaping for a little bit, you know, you're you're being pulled back because your friends keep pulling you back. They're not real, they're traps. Like a couple months ago. You, you were back. You were full conscious. You were with us for a good five, six months, it seems like. And then your friends pulled you back after that momentary awakening. 
they're not your friends. They're traps. And I was like, bro. <laughs> I know. The meta-ness of all of this. What is this poison that this demon has that can uh, that can seep that? It can... It knows the urine. Yeah. I guess it's just like a mental hallucinogenic poison type of deal. Is it made out of that orb that that demon showed Santa at the wedding? <laughs> Future Xander? Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, this is wild stuff. They should just always be summoning that demon. Yeah. It's just, there's so many different ways to get rid of her. And how long did they think this was going to last? What was their plan? I, I, I wish know. I wish there was a little more knowing with the trio why they did this angle. Like, because they can do a lot of different things to her. They should just leave. Why do they need to stay in Sunny? Like, they they signed a lease on a house together to stay in Sunnydale. I'm with the doctor. It's not making sense. No. <laughs> Get out of town. You're wanted. They're not even wanted for the murder. There is a super powered 21 year old chasing after you and and like on hot on your tail like on the case yeah Ah, leave dude don't go to la but there has to be other places where you can steal stuff and that has women (laughs) san diego bunch of hot ladies live in san diego go anywhere like you can you don't even have to leave the state that's the thing you don't even have yes, to, you only have to drive an hour in any direction and go there. Buffy doesn't have yeah. a car. She's walking the streets by herself. She can't drive. <laughs> if you step out of the boundaries of Sunnydale, you are safe. Bro, maybe that's why she can't drive. She never got her license because she's been in the mental hospital for six years. She, she can't even conceive of driving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Buffy has realized if she does break free and goes into the mental institution world, her life is going to be awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to be right back at the double meat palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six years, no education. So, like, no friends. I mean, there's going to be research papers written about her, but that's, I guess that could be her claim to fame. Like fucking Mr. Ballin will do a podcast about her. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think her story would like even crack the top hundred of like mental cases. Yeah. But goddamn, dude. When they were like, yeah, a couple months ago mm-hmm. when you quote unquote died, you had a momentary awakening, but your fucking mental trap of your quote unquote friends pulled you back in. I was like, that's the most plausible thing that I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And for some reason, you never really told him off about this. But also, like, if that's true, her perception of heaven is being in a mental hospital. No, she would have been out. They might have let her go okay. and brought her back in. It's, it's all. This is so trippy. Yeah. Yeah. So we go back to the Sunnydale reality and Willow sees Buffy and she's like, hey, Buffy, did the antidote work? And Buffy's like, mm hmm. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm back to normal. I go, Buffy lies to Willow. Buffy looks psycho. Willow just like can't even tell so, like social cues anymore. No. She's just like, well, Buffy, I just want, I'm happy. I'm glad. I, we just want you to be all better. Here, let me cook something for you. 
Bobby's like, okay, sure. Yeah. Do I have to do the dishes after? <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. So then we have Xander showing up. Xander walks through the door and he's like, hello, Buffy, Willow, anybody home? Nobody answers. So he just walks into the kitchen. He's so goofy when he walks in. It's it's yeah. like some weird sitcom character. Yeah. Or like some bad horror movie. Yeah. He walks in, Buffy's there, and he's like, oh, Buffy, did you not hear me? I was calling for you. And Buffy's like, oh, yeah. He's like, how you feeling, old buffster? I was like, oh, I feel all better. It's just like. In the most unconvincing <laughs> way possible. And he believes her. Like, they, yep. they're worse. Xander is just like, okay, cool. I'm glad that you're feeling all better because, oh, boy, that demon in the basement, that was a real tough guy to get a, get a hold of. He, you know, he beat the crap out of me and Spike, but we got him chained up in that basement. I'm going to probably go down there. I'm probably going to go kill that demon. You know, it ain't no, ain't no big thing. But, you know, Xander, uh, uh, Buffy, uh, Spike, when we were out hunting, uh, Spike was saying some crazy stuff. You know, he was out there. He was cra- saying all this stuff about, like, how, you know, he was, like, your sex slave. Or- Xander's just, like, fucking rambling. Right? And isn't Buffy and doing Buffy's- dishes when he comes in, too? Well, she's by the she's, sink or something. She's standing by the yeah. sink and she's just like no selling everything that he's saying. It has to be fun for Buffy to play this. Like just yeah. for Sarah Michelle Geller to like play this character, you know? Mm-hmm. But man, they have no the Scoobies have no awareness. Yeah. I mean, cuz fuck the Scoobies. Yeah. They they're all about themselves. Yep. But as Xander's rambling after he starts to talk about the spike stuff, Buffy just grabs a frying pan and whacks him over the head. <laughs> Uh, she stands over and is like, oh, yeah, that's what Anya felt like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Got this from my weapons chest. <laughs> then they're like, oh, so I just hit her with the frying pan. I probably didn't kill her. I'm alive. And you're a slayer hitting me with a frying pan. Okay. Maybe yep. I should have married. <laughs> we could have worked her that. Maybe it wouldn't have been so bad if I hit her. <laughs> We're not condoning hitting people with frying pans. No. People, people don't hit don't people with frying pan, pans. Don't hit your significant others. Keep them in your weapons Just chest, please. Where they belong. <laughs> oh it was fun God. to see Buffy fighting Xander, you know? Yeah. I mean, quote unquote. Yeah, fighting. like just just holding her and he can't do anything because she's still t- small but strong. Yeah. Uh, so she drags him down to the basement where Willow is tied up, got duct tape mm-hmm. tied to her or put on her mouth and Xander's like, what the hell's going on? Buffy ties up Xander. Demon starts growling at Buffy and uh, Buffy locks them all in the basement. And then Buffy does the serial killer walk around the corner and she goes, Dawn? Dawn, are you home? Starts walking up the stairs with the fucking... What is it? Danish angle. What's it called? Dutch angle. Dutch, Dutch angle on her. <laughs> so you know that something is askew. <laughs> was the, Dutch was, angle. Was Dawn here this whole time? I guess so. <laughs> she heard a big pong. <laughs> Didn't hear Willow screaming. Dragging, dragging Xander into the basement. Yeah. So Buffy walks up to Dawn's room and Dawn's packing. And Buffy's like, where are you going? And Don goes, I'm packing. I'm going to Janice's where they actually like having me around. 
And I was like, all right, Don, you deserve what's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone here deserves this, it's you. (laughs) It'd be funny if Buffy's like, just close the door. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I'm packing. I'm going to Janice's. They actually like having me around. And Buffy says, no, you're not. You're going downstairs with the others. It's the only way I can get healthy. And Dawn's like, what? And Buffy's like, you're going downstairs. It's the only way. And then Dawn starts to like be like, Buffy, what's up with you? You're acting real weird. She starts running away. Finally, one of them can realize something's up with her. Yeah, the <laughs> fake person. Yeah. She's like, I know when something's <laughs> off. Except for when I'm talking to you and you say something's off, but then I get mad at you. Yeah. So she runs away from Buffy and Buffy is like Jason style walking after her. There's no way that Dawn escapes the first lunge. It's no way she gets out of the room. Buffy, Dawn runs away. She locks herself in the bathroom and she's like, Buffy, I know you're not feeling well, but like, it's me. John, stay with me. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. And Buffy just kicks the door down. And Dawn's like, what? She runs away. And Dawn's like, Buffy, don't do this. I'm your sister. I love you. You love me, right? We're all one big happy family, huh? Even though I was running away from home two seconds ago. Because I hate you. I love that they utilize uh, in the Cruller Demon, the Queller Demon episode, how mm-hmm. they can like run around upstairs. How it's like a full circle yeah. loop. I like that they utilize that a little bit here. Yeah, so Buffy's looking at Dawn from across the hall, and she's like, "Buffy, you gotta snap out of it. You, you, this is real. This is this is real." And Buffy goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is real. What makes more sense, a girl in a mental institution, or the fact that I'm the chosen one with superhuman powers?" And I'm a slayer who fucks a vampire that I don't even like and I hate. Yeah. What makes more sense, Dawn? That I'm in a mental hospital or all of that? Or that I have a fake sister that was a big green energy key? And I fought a hell god from a hell dimension. And Dawn's like, yeah, that sounds real real to me. That's <laughs> This is where I wrote in my note, this is meta in a bad way. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one thing to have callbacks to things in your show, you know, but now you're like kind of poking fun at the ridiculousness of the show that has serious moments, too. Yeah. So now it's like, what am I supposed to take the show as? Like, you're calling out. Not only are you yeah, calling the, it out, it's not the show itself is being like. Isn't this fucking ridiculous? You've been watching this for six seasons? And it, this is fucking lunacy. Yeah, and it's one thing if it was like a, an outside character saying it, like a teacher being like, this mm-hmm. is insane. Like Doris. Yeah, right? But it's weird when your main character is saying it about <laughs> her own plight and story. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, wait, so does she not buy into this anymore? So why should I? I don't know. I just have yeah. a weird, I don't know. Yeah. So eventually Buffy catches up Dawn and she she ties her up. She throws her in the basement. (laughs) I'm so happy that happened. I was like, I don't want Dawn to like somehow get the upper hand. Yeah. Dawn runs away, grabs Spike. Spike fights her or whatever. Nope. Buffy just 
grabs her. <laughs> Next scene, just her on the floor yeah. with duct tape on her mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then the demons growling yet again at Buffy and Bobby's like, oh, oh. And so then we go back to the mental hospital and the doctor and the parents, they're helping Buffy get through this. They're like, we're going to help you get through it. You just got to, you got to end it. You got to stop these mental traps. We're going to help you. And then so we go back to the basement and Xander's the only one without his mouth duct tape. But he is tied to the post. Yeah. And he's like, Buffy, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Buffy unchains the demon to unleash it and attack the Scoobies. And Xander's like, Buffy, what the, what are you doing? Buffy, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He stands up. He's trying to kick fight the demon because his hands are, he's like, Buffy, you got to help me. Buffy, you got to help me. I'm like, bro, she's not going to help you. She set this thing loose on you. And how is this demon not killing you already? It worked Buffy, a slayer. You're tied to a post with only your feet available <laughs> like i feel like <laughs> at this point it's established that xander has superhuman powers he punched spike across the graveyard he took a frying pan to the head and didn't die he's toe-to-toe with this demon like xander's gotta be a slayer he came to live it like like not live it but like lucid he came to after being mm-hmm. knocked out very lucid like no wooziness yeah. he's just like ready to kick fight a demon but Luckily for everyone involved, Tara shows up. She's like, Buffy, Willow, huh? Xander. Oh, luckily it's, uh, she might have not got the message that it was Dawn and Tara milkshake in movie day. Yeah, I guess not. Didn't see that on the calendar. Was she coming to be like, hey, Willow, did you, did you run away when you saw me kiss the girl? Yeah, on the cheeks like what i don't know why i don't know why dara yeah. shows up i would have liked yeah. to see buffy hunt her down that would oh. have been amazing i mean she shows up for you know writer reasons <laughs> buffy's writing in her mind deus ex machina tara yeah speaking of deus ex machina while xander's fighting the demon his his restraints get untied somehow insane he gets the demon like yeah. rips him across the thing but it's like that would either break Xander's wrist or, but the rope just like, I was like, if the ropes were that loose, you could have got out of that Xander. Yeah. So then we go to the, the mental hospital and Buffy's in there and she's panicking. She's like convulsing a little bit and Joyce is seeing this. She's like, Oh my God, this is crazy. This is, must be like the final battle of the episode or something. <laughs> the um, like, Let me get my notepad. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> Buffy, say out loud exactly what's happening. Stage directions, please. Interior, basement. <laughs> All right, we get into dialogue. Oh, no, no dialogue, just action. Okay, go, get, oh, get. Xander's screaming for me to help him. Xander's screaming for you to help him. Okay. Uh, Tara comes down. She sees that everyone's tied up. The demon's fighting everybody. She uses a spell to untie everybody. Just no and need to get anything. Just. Magic force powers, just yeah. Uh, everybody, all the Scoobies are untied now, and they just start wailing on this demon. Uh, Tara falls down the stairs. Buffy trips her. She's underneath the stairs. Okay, she reaches okay. through the slats and like okay. trips her. I was typing notes, and I was like, "How the fuck did she fall through that?" Yeah, it's, okay, it's, that it's, like, it's weird. It looks like something out of like a child's play movie. <laughs> like 
where you just see a little hand come out and like she falls. And I thought Tara was going to be dead. I thought so too. The way she fell. It was a violent yeah. fall down the stairs. Like Ted. Yeah. Ted style. Yeah, exactly. Like it's TV stair fall, broken neck death kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, so Tara falls down the stairs. We go back to the mental hospital. Joyce is like, Buffy, none of this is real. None of this is real. You're you're going to snap out of it. Go back to the basement. Xander saves Dawn uh, while getting beat up. And Dawn gets thrown by the demon across the basement. Willow attacks the demon. Demon throws Willow. Joyce is in the hospital. Is like, Buffy, snap out of it. It's not real. Stop it. <laughs> Buffy, we ripped you out of heaven just for these moments. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce is like, hey, we'll always be here for you. Please just leave Sunnydale behind. Please leave Sunnydale behind. And Buffy says, Joyce, mom, you're right. Sunnydale isn't real, but goodbye. And Buffy then, in Sunnydale reality, stands up from her Harry Potter-esque underneath the stairs hiding spot stands up and she just goes and she beats the shit out of this demon she punches through its stomach (laughs) my note says buffy gut punches the demon to death It, it was like she punched it through its stomach and then when she pulled it out she looked at her hand like God damn, I'm fucking strong. <laughs> it's not a radioactive uh, heart like Adam, but uh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do so, have. I do. I went back because uh, you know we get Joyce back into this, and we got Christine Su- Sutherland. You know, she's back, mm-hmm. and I went back and kind of wrote down a little bit of what she said because I wanted to know like what did she say that motivated Buffy to choose Sunnydale over mental institution. Uh, way to get back to life six years later, you know? And uh, the yeah. lines she had were like, you're too good to give in, be strong, you got people who love you, will always be with you, referring to her, her parents. Uh, mm-hmm. You got a world of strength in your heart, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And it kind of harkens back to that season, what is it, season two finale where Angel's talking to her and he's like, take your friends away and take all those people away. And what do you have left? And it's like me, which she says, me. yeah, and she catches the sword kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like uh, Joyce's acting when Buffy goes bye, mom or something like, like she's like yeah. what she's saying, like, nah, I'm going deeper into this, this thing. Yeah. And Joyce, I think she just says goodbye. Yeah, She just says goodbye. She's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But goodbye. And, <laughs> and Joyce's face says everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So Buffy punches the demon. Demon's thwarted. The Scoobies all look around and they're like, oh, cool. All right. We're all safe again. And Buffy apologizes. As she, sh- as she should. It's all her fault. Yeah, like, it's her fault for everything. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, that was crazy, huh? Yeah. Um, Willow, uh, how do you feel about whipping me up another one of them antidotes? I was like, totally cool. We got the demon here. We can make more. We got his blood. We can totally make more antidote. No one says, wait, it didn't work last time you drank it. Oh, you didn't drink it. Like, no one knows that she didn't drink it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, then what I perceive as the most interesting, potentially 
show breaking series breaking scene we go back to the mental hospital and the doctor's examining buffy he's got the flashlight in her eyes and he's seeing nothing and he says i'm afraid we've lost her I... that is the scene that i was like oh so that is reality yeah that's the that's the scene i would think they would debate heavily as to whether it, whether or not to include it in the episode yeah i was going to say if they if they just went back you could be like okay it wasn't real mm-hmm. or is it but like the inclusion of the scene does hint that that is reality and Sunnydale, all of Buffy's adventures are made up figment of her imagination. And that's where I got really frustrated. Yeah, it doesn't hint towards like, it's not like, oh, that ha-. like if this happened before and then they cut back to reality, then you're like, oh, that's her getting out. Like the goodbye mm-hmm. was enough. You know, mm-hmm. but if she said goodbye and then it was like, oh, no, where is she? And she's dead. And they're like, she's gone. And then we cut back to her finishing a Sunnydale. You're like, OK, that was all just a weird drug induced blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, you could take it this way as like when they cut back to the mental ward, it's her taking the the antidote and it actually worked. Mm-hmm. And that's just them showing that the antidote works. But it has this weird extra layer because it's so meta and because Buffy has that line about I was in an institution mm-hmm. and now I'm like now we're again in Buffy's position of like what is real now because the show is just shit on our fandom of the show yep. <laughs> he called us stupid for liking these plot lines uh, these ridiculous <laughs> plot lines and now what is Buffy because okay, Buffy is going to remember all this so, I mean, she's just so traumatized, dude. I just, dude. I thought killing vampires and just fearing that you're gonna die one day in a random vampire fight or demon fight is one thing, but this is like so much worse. Yeah, dude. Like, we thought that her being ripped from heaven was bad. Yeah. Now she's ripped from heaven, but now she doesn't even know if that heaven was real. Was actual reality or or what? Yeah. And like the show will probably just go back to its status quo the next episode. Because here's why it breaks the, sh- the show is Buffy has already decided goodbye. I'm living in Sunnydale. She's not even an active participant in this scene. Like the doctor's just looking at her with Joyce and Hank. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, she's gone. So Buffy's not even present mentally in that scene. So she can't even be like, oh, what's going on around me? She's mentally in Sunnydale. Like she's checked out. So including the scene after that, dude. Well, it's like, is this? If this, (laughs) that's, it has to be. That's what is real. Are they trying to present this as an alternate reality? Or are they are they saying that this is just all in her head because of the injection of the poison? You know what I mean? Because if she died in that room, right, then the Sunnydale. I, I don't think. I just want to say I don't think that she's dead. Oh, it, in the doctor office. Oh, I thought she was kind of like dead because her eyes didn't, her pupils didn't like move when the light was in it. 
which i thought that it was like she's mentally gone she, like she mm, yeah. she's catatonic mental i thought she had died but that could be one way um yeah i don't know i don't know what the way it leaves it, it's like everything you're watching from here on out is just a hallucination from a lady in a mental institute and i'm like well that makes me not care about it at all yeah <laughs> and well then it's yeah. like well bro it's not even that it's like well then is anything an angel that's happening right now is that real <laughs> and like you just break two Should shows make all that shit up <laughs> am, am, yeah, yeah, right. do i care Dude, anymore that's why i don't i think it like breaks the show to even put that weird level of doubt in it i'm fine with an episode where buffy doubts her reality but it's weird to have yes. the audience now question the reality of the show yeah i mean it would have been fine yeah, that, that last, last scene that last scene of the doctor being like we lost her buffy's not even participating because in all the other scenes where she's in the hospital she's participating yeah. this one she's not and the doctor is just like she's gone and i could see them adding this just because it's a nice little closing image and they don't want you to actually think what we're thinking but mm -hmm. it just makes you think that yes so yeah and it's frustrating <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm sure that they're going to come up with some fucking... I, I don't really think we bring this up anymore. Jump through hoops. I think we just... <laughs> I, I really do think we just continue with the show. This was just a one-off episode. And then maybe... Maybe Dawn goes, Did she say she had sex with a vampire she hates? Like... Oh. Yeah. I think that's yeah, literally man. it for this. That can't be it, dude. They're not going back that to the mental institution. It. Unless the end of the series is her like in the mental institution being like, Yeah, yeah, now I'm really ready to go. I, yeah. I don't think i mean it's gotta be but it can't but if it's the if that's the only way they can make it work is like if it if the end of the series is her fighting off like her ultimate demon i and then she that cures her and she's like not i think if that was anymore. i think if that was the case then i would have heard so much about that ending it would have been on the top list of like worst series finales you know <laughs> like it, it would have been like it would have been up there with like the dexter season finale uh yeah. yeah so i mean i also now, have yeah. to fess up like i've i've never heard anything about how this series oh, ends. Like before we start doing this podcast <laughs> like i knew that it was like you know a popular show but i don't know anything about anything i knew angel i knew spike i knew buffy was a vampire slayer because <laughs> i saw the movie I knew, and i knew the show was yeah, popular that. other than that i did not know barely anything i knew seth uh uh seth green, seth green was in it um but yeah i didn't even know that yeah but i didn't know like I, I didn't know much i didn't I know buffy anything, yeah. i knew that there was the spinoff angel mm -hmm. yeah i knew that and then like right around when we were starting to do the podcast like i saw stuff about the musical episode that's it yeah i didn't i mean i knew spike yeah i didn't even know I, like I, I was familiar yeah, with some i of didn't characters. even know about, know about the musical episode I think we started hearing about the musical episode once we started doing this. People were like, oh, have you gotten to the musical? Have you gotten to the Hush yeah. episode? It's like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I think if that was the ending where it was like, oh, it was all just a dream, which is always the worst, worst yeah. endings. I think I would have heard. I, say, I think like I would have heard. Most cop out. Yeah, I think I would have heard about it beforehand. So I don't think that's, I just don't think it's coming back. I think this is a one-off episode and this is a nothing. I feel like they have to explain something like the, the trio has to something has to get explained because this is too much of a cliffhanger 
to to leave people in the dark. I I really don't think this is coming back again. That'd be absolutely insane. I don't think they intended uh, that ending to be a cliffhanger ending of like what's real or what's not. T- I don't know. Uh, what's the title of this Wikipedia. episode? <laughs> Wikipedia says by the end of the episode, however, it's unclear which world is reality. Yeah. I the title of the episode I think, is normal again. I think that is a problem. I don't think you want to have your audience questioning whether or not Sunnydale or the Institute is reality. I just think that's a weird yeah. thing a weird thing to do. Yeah, I it seems like you've just had a show on for so long, and you're like, let's just play around now. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It just it just a, it just leaves a weird feeling. Like I don't want to have to debate if Buffy's really in a mental institute dreaming about this because then I won't care about what happens in the dream. Well, that's world. why they have to explain it. But I don't think they will because I think they made this ending to make it. Is it or isn't it? If they don't explain something, it is such a betrayal to the audience. Like, I could even deal with, like, a multiverse situation. Like, if that's, like, I can deal with that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm accustomed to that now. <laughs> yeah. I get that. But if this is all in but her head. If you just leave, if you just leave this hanging. I think they, I don't think they were going to follow up on this. There, they, yeah, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way, dude. Because the story's over. Like, there's no, there's no going back to Buffy. And then all of a sudden she's back in a mental institution and she's like. Well, I changed my mind again after six years. That last scene I know. It, is so troubling. It's it, <laughs> so troubling, dude. It leaves you in a limbo of what's real and what's not. And then we're just going to watch the next episode and it's going to be Spike jaunting. Next episode. Yeah, I was going to say Willow's going to get a haircut. Yeah. And, but it's going to be like an evil demon barber. Yeah. And Buffy's going to go, oh, Dawn's in trouble. It's Tuesday. We still got to deal with the trio. We still got Amy out there. We still got the the magic witch dude um yeah anya anya and the wedding stuff and the vengeance theme and things so like all of that is still going to get paid off and it's not going to be like tied into the mental institution it's just going to go i think it's just going to literally go back to being the show and i i think that's what's going to happen i think it's bad to have this setup where it's like ambiguous as to whether or not it's real or not okay so let's say what you're saying happens mm-hmm. happens they just never talk about this again is there a debate about like would you be fine if they never explain it and it is just all in buffy's head we never go back to that or we just never again? know or we just never know if that's real or not i think that's what they're gonna leave it that, at. that would be so frustrating I, I would need to hit a heavy bag so well hard. that's what i'm saying i think this episode might break the whole series <laughs> i really do <laughs> I think this episode breaks the series. I have more faith in them that they have to. Maybe it won't be next episode. Okay. Maybe they'll do some funny bullshit for the next two episodes, but they've got to come back. How could they explain explain How could they explain it? It could just be that it's the demon's fucking poison. Yeah. I mean, that's what they've already said. They've already said that. Yeah. But uh, that's why that fucking last scene I know, is that's so what I'm saying. There's no way to go back to that last scene and be like, oh, that last scene. That last scene, you can't, there's no explaining it away in another scene. Like, the next episode okay. is titled Entropy. Entropy, that's like... Uh, what does that word mean? It's like a... 
Yeah, I, I think this is like chemistry. Isn't that like where like something goes in or out? It's like this. I thought it was like something's decaying. No, that's like entropy or something. Entropy. Entropy is like a, a thermodynamic yeah. quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work, often interpreted as the degree of disorder or randomness in the system. Lack of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. I think the gradual decline into disorder is where we're at. Okay, no, okay, I thought of something. There could be a scenario where Anya becomes the vengeance demon again and somehow makes the Institute thing a real thing. But that seems weird. Oh my but that God. seems weird. That seems yeah. a hat on a hat. Yeah, it'd be like her working her vengeance wish universe on top of Andrew yeah. Didgeridoo Demon. But why would it be attacking Buffy specifically? Because this wouldn't change. Buffy would have had to have wished something. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Um, I really do want to see if she becomes a vengeance demon. Like her having to try to trick someone into saying the word wish. <laughs> I want the whole episode to be like, don't you wish you like... I hope that I get that. Hey, what's the name of that new Disney movie? <laughs> Elemental? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. It came after that. Is uh, when you blank upon a star. What's the word? When you there? Luca huh? upon a star? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Entropy. Um, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> chaos ensues. This has got to be a follow-up. This has got to be the doctor talking to the Buffy's parents about, like, well, Buffy's never getting better. And what you're saying is, if we go back to that, you're positing that her being in the Institute is real. Like, your logic right now is that that is actually real, real life. Bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on. This show is... I mean, and this had to have been painful for, like, actual airing because this episode, Normal Again, originally aired March 12th, 2002. The next one, Entropy aired april 30th 2002 so they left you in an over oh, a month shit. cliffhanger of like what the fuck did i just watch at that point i'm like all right season's over i'm done <laughs> i'm like this it, is it, this is where you should just stop watching the show keep listening to the podcast <laughs> but stop watching the show. honestly this is like one of the few times where i was jonesing to watch the next episode to see how they fucking do this Okay, so I also think the Angel episode that we're going to talk about also jumped the shark with this ending, too. Because I don't see don't. coming back from these endings. Yeah. Like, these endings I was, in Buffy and Angel are wild. I was more... I believe coming back from Buffy dying at the end of season five was going to be easier than the rest of these other ones. Like, that's like no brain. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever. We even predicted how it was going to happen. Yeah. We predicted how it was going to happen and the reaction to it happening, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which shocked us both. Yes. <laughs> how accurate we were was shocking. Yeah. This. But I, yeah. the only way to follow this up is to then make her and the Institute a real thing. But if that is even real, then the show is already broken for me. Yeah, would you care if that is real and the rest of the series is that Buffy needs to defeat her inner mental demons in order to get back to reality? Would you enjoy that? Nope. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Be, it, it would be very I'd trippy. Be curious, but I, I, I'd be curious to see how they pull it off. And like you said, then what is Angel? 
Yes. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It breaks. It just breaks the Buffyverse, if that's the case. I, after watching this episode, I texted you, did you watch the episodes yet? And you're like, not yet. Watch them tonight. And I said, very interesting stuff. Very interesting. And then you texted me the gif from I Think You Should Leave, where Carl Havoc says, I thought it was interesting. And I've never related to a gif more where I was like, I mean, is this good? Is this better? I think it's interesting, but I don't know how good or or invested I am anymore if that's what it is. Yeah. And the thing is, she got stabbed with the needle. We know that the trio, a, a demon poisoned her. We know that the demon's poison makes you go kind of crazy. And the trio mm -hmm. knew that that was what their plan was. So they made her start hallucinating this thing. The issue happens is when Buffy goes, I was in a mental institution. And then she makes yes. herself go, oh, maybe I'm still there. That's fine. That's a, it's a little, you know, uh, redacted, you know, you know, just a little revisionist history. But that adds another layer of like, oh, no, this is really fucking with Buffy, right? Because she, now she's sick, but also now she doesn't know if that's real or not. But then we get the last shot, which is a shot specifically for the audience to make you go, oh, was it real or not? And I think they did that last shot to fuck with people. But ultimately, that last shot doesn't really mean anything. That is what I'm thinking. If that's the truth mm -hmm. and that last shot was just to fuck with people, mm -hmm. they did it wrong. I, I, they shouldn't have done it. Again, that's what I think, too. Um, yeah. I mean, if that's the truth, like, they shouldn't have done it. Like, it's too... Like I said, act, Buffy's an active participant in all of those mm -hmm. mental hospital scenes except for that one. And that would lead you to believe that that's reality. And if that's not reality, then don't include it and don't fuck with your audience like that because then it breaks the show. Like it yeah, breaks not, not yeah. only the show, it breaks the spell that the trio would have had Buffy under, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because there's no point to that scene. Yeah, it, it already ruins the setup for the hurry getting stabbed with a needle because then if yeah, that be, was real, because, then why did that? Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't think well, it will. I think it's an interesting, I think it's a weird choice to have that last shot because I think they wanted, that's why I, think I think they wanted to, be, I think they wanted to fuck with the audience, but I don't think they want to unravel their whole show. I think I have too much faith in these writers to like, that has to be reality because if it's not, that whole scene is fucking terrible. That, and it's. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, and it's literally just put there to fuck with you. Yeah, because I think it's put there to fuck that with That scene you, you know. is not for Buffy. Like, that scene is for us, mm -hmm. the audience. Yeah. And it makes no sense I mean, for its conclusion. And it worked to fuck with us. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got fucked with. But bro. I don't think. But I don't think it. I don't think it helps the. the it doesn't. I don't think it helps the engagement. It might get you to tune in in a month when you want to see what happens next, but I don't think it helps the engagement and enjoyment of the show itself because they have already now, now unraveled and meta itself too deep. Yeah. And you know, we talk about how like discord was like, Oh yeah, if I like the show, it's good writing. If I didn't like the episode, it's bad writing. <laughs> yeah. Like this is an instance where like, if that's not reality, that is bad writing. I don't even think it's bad writing. I think it's a, I will call it more of a, a misguided, misguided or bad 
the temp because you can cut that scene out. That's one of those scenes I, I, I really feel like they had a debate whether or not they could include that scene unless they wanted to include that scene and are going to make the rest of the series about that scene, which I don't think mm-hmm. they are because I think it unravels the show. Yeah. And it, it even unravels this specific episode. Well, here's a question for you. So when Buffy originally went to her parents because she was like, I saw vampires. <laughs> yeah. In in the quote unquote maybe potentially real world where she went to that went to hospital <laughs> and she told her parents like hey I saw vampires in the mental world mental hospital reality do you think vampires exist no do you think that the vampires and if that they Buffy don't saw, exist in that reality then what is Angel <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean that's why it doesn't make sense it can't. It can't not be. She can't be imagining that. She can't be imagining this other series. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think. I just think that. I think the last shot is kind of just like a, a confuse the audience type thing. And I think it's one of those cool little end scenes. I don't think they. I don't think they. They knew it would fuck with people, but I don't think they knew how tricky it could make things, you know? Because mm-hmm. this is, again, we're talking 2002. You know, the yeah. the Sopranos ending hasn't happened yet. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm 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 at a loss. I'm frustrated. I'm just saying if I swear I'm troubled. I knew about the Sopranos ending before I even watched that show. You know, like I yeah. if the ending of this was like it's all a dream and Buffy wakes up in a mental institute, I think I would have heard about it just because look I mean, honestly, like I haven't, I haven't watched The Wire, and I've never heard anything about what that ending is. Yeah, but that ending doesn't have like it's not. It's a good ending. It's not a specific like ending. But like you've heard of like The Sopranos ending because it was so uh, divisive. Yeah. I'm saying like if she woke up, I think but it would be divisive. But the Sopranos is the Sopranos is a more. I hate to break it to Buffy versus people, but The Sopranos is like a more popular show than Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I don't think it's it's good though. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really like the Sopranos. <laughs> I wanted a few, but, but yeah. you can. You can. No, no. But I'm just saying, you if can, you looked at lists, and they'll go through like worst TV show endings. I think someone yeah. waking up in a dream sequence would have made that list. And I don't. And I've and I've seen those lists, and the show wouldn't have. The show isn't on it. I think that would be the worst <sighs> ending. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm at a loss. I'm troubled. I'll make my prediction. Uh, I don't I, think we follow up with this at all. I think it's just status quo, Sunnydale, mayhem. But then what's entropy? Entropy means like chaos. I mean, we got. The, ca- I mean, it's just gonna be chaos. chaos. I mean, who knows what we got? The trio running around. We got a. We got a rogue. We got a rogue vengeance demon running around. We got a yeah. a vampire that's just like just buying I, groceries. Yeah. Yeah. It break. It would break too many shows if that was real. It would break another series. It would. Yeah. Like if 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 Buffy's also imagining the separate series Angel, like the doctors like typing that one, that script too. Around the clock. Get her some coffee. <laughs> she's she's cranking. She's cranking him out. He's like, once once she's done with these stories, I'm 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 going to my book tour. I'm set for life. Thank you so much, Doctor Whedon, for curing our daughter. Oh yeah! Of oh course, my God! Course. If that was the ending, I would be. It would be the worst. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my god. Everyone talking about how Xander is Joss's yeah. self-insert is the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I oh, met your man. mother. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard about that ending, right? No? Uh no. That was on a lot of lists. People didn't like I heard that, that one's like really bad. Again, I'm thinking like you would hear about it. You don't have to know what it is, but you would hear that someone talks about. You would hear Buffy. Like you know, you didn't watch Game of Thrones. But that's also you didn't like watch that, Game of Thrones that, though, too, right? Yeah, but these all happened within the last five years, dude. Uh, like, I, uh, but Buffy was like TV tropes. Like they always would have like it. Like started TV tropes. It would have been listed. You would have heard. You would not have heard Buffy and then heard musical episode. You would have heard Buffy and what a bad ending. I will say that I've heard bad things about the Angel ending. I heard the Angel last season was actually the best season. I've heard that, but then I have heard that the ending is oh. ending these interesting. Ending these shows seems impossible. Yeah, I, I got. I was like watching some kind of YouTube video, and they're like, "Yeah," and then the ending of Angel is, you know, it was like, and I was like, "Click out." <laughs> It fucking sucks, dude. I'm on like YouTube videos, just like watching videos about like superheroes, and then they're like, "Oh yeah," and then in Buffy, like they did this. I'm like, "What the fuck? Why I'm not even on this subject?" I was listening to a podcast the other day, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, that was like that time that Buffy was like in heaven," and I was like, "Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward." What are they going to say, dude? Like I'm not even trying to find it. I think I was watching like a Captain Midnight or something. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, YouTube video. And I just went on this whole like the the fucking title of the video and like the the theme of the video is like why superhero movies aren't working anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I just went on this whole fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer diatribe. And I was like, bro, stop it. Yeah. All right, good. I will not check that one out because I do look at Captain Midnight sometimes. Captain Midnight's great YouTube channel. Highly recommend. Uh, yeah, it's it's tricky. Captain Midnight. Once you start a podcast yeah. about something, you start... Yeah, and you're everything. actively trying to avoid spoilers. You never heard... It starts popping up everywhere. Never heard anything about Buffy for all these years, and then... I know. Yeah. Anyway, so that is our episode on Normal Again. You got anything else to say about this, Vance? Yeah, I don't I think mean, we made great predictions about Entropy itself for that yeah, episode. I, I think this is going to be deal more with the trio. I think we have to go back to the trio. How many episodes we got left in this thing? Next episode would be episode 18 of the season. So four-ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like five. Four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's. Okay. I think we get Anya and I think we get the trio. Okay. We got to figure out where she is. I, I think it's going to go back to the mental stuff, the mental hospital. All right. And I. I look, yeah, I'm yeah, just on no, this I'm, prediction. And I'm going to say it's done. Um, All yeah. right. So that is a wrap for normal again, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying the show if you're enjoying it if you're not enjoying it you stayed around this long we must have done something right you know (laughs) hate listening is a thing hate listening is a thing uh if you hate listen to hop on our discord tell us (laughs) join our discord uh we got a bunch of stuff links in the show notes to join discord if you want to get a shout out from sloppy joe apple podcast five star rating and review or spotify five star rating send that over to us um or if you're that listener from wyoming send us a dm we'll fucking we'll do it uh we'll do it at boys watching buffy on instagram boys watching buffy at gmail.com um Join our Patreon, patreon.com 
backslash boys watching Buffy, where we talk about boys watching Angel. We do boys watching movies, Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner. And as we said, we have a lot to say about this episode of Angel that we're doing this week. Boy, oh boy. Yep. Um, we got merch. Merch, as always. Good merch. Yeah. Somebody bought our merch for somebody for Christmas. Oh, yeah. That was, nice. that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, that was cool. Nice little We Like the Show shirt. Saw that. Shout out to you. You know who you are. I forgot who it was, but you know who you are. This one's for you. It's our little secret. <laughs> you don't need to have it. You don't want to get doxxed. Inside jokes on a podcast. You don't want to get doxxed. We, we, uh, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> Amazon wishlist, all that good stuff. And stay tuned next time for when we talk about entropy. See, I figured it out, love. You can't help yourself. You're not drawn to the dark like I thought. You're addicted to the misery. <laughs> <laughs>